Hey, Carlin. Hey, Aaron. Uh, thanks for answering. Thanks for answering the phone. Uh, are you ready to uh, start the show? Yeah, yeah. We can we can start the show. Are you okay? I'm gonna be better. Uh, okay. Well, so let's let's start. Okay. Um. I'm sorry, I gotta put down my, I gotta put down my chips. Yeah, I mean, put down the chips, that's only, uh, you know, podcast etiquette to, not, good. Eat, to not eat while we're recording. Okay, so we, are we going start? I've just been, I've been eating a lot lately, and I just, I don't know, it's, it's hard, it's hard for me to put the, to put the junk food down. It's been, it's been a long month. And I know, I know, uh, we only really talk when we record every month. Right. And, um, so, I mean, it's been a, it's been a long month. Uh, okay. Well, um, so do you want, do you want to talk about whatever is bugging you before we start the show or do you? I mean, when, when was the last time you talked to Bama Dog? I mean, sometimes we like, we'll interact with him on Twitter, you know, but I know, I know he's so busy. I know yeah, he's, he's so like constantly, busy. He's so busy. because I know he does like the Bama Dog yeah. University. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so over that. I'm so I, over that. Hold on a second. <clears throat> Sorry, I just, uh, I like to drink a little peppy when, when we record, so. Um, so I know he's got the Bama Dog University. I know he's got uh, the skydiving. I know he's still, you know, into the, the taekwondo i know Look. i know i know all of the i know all of his goals i know all of all of those that are going on listen i i don't know if you know this but i i met up with him this past month i didn't know that you know why i didn't know that because we don't talk we don't talk you don't, don't check talk. in with the office you don't check in with the home office and in tallahassee it, i i went down i went down to alabama okay and so you were wait you were in alabama yeah i was in alabama you were like super close to us i wasn't too close like I was you were close. so close. I was close, but uh, and it, we were so busy. Like you though. were like maybe like, I see, 100 but, miles away from but us. You see, well, like anytime you're with Bama Dog, though, like time just flies because you're just so busy. There's so many things to do and to accomplish uh, to inspire the world. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so he he sent me a list of high level goals that I needed to do prior to meeting with him in Alabama. I got there. Uh-huh. And he went through the high-level goals, uh, like you said, skydiving. So he wanted you to uh, do skydiving. Yeah, yeah, becoming a black belt, um, uh, being being a, a best-selling author. Uh, I mean, the the list is the list is endless. Mm-hmm. And he made me write these all down on marker boards around his office, so the entire office is full of marker boards. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then he had me erase it all. But he looks at me and he says, I want you to write down every reason you can think of for me to let you continue being part of Alabama Dog U and for me to not kick you out. Wait. What are wait, what are the, what are the say, reasons? Wait, he says this to you? Yeah, he says this to me. What? Why should I not kick you out of Alabama Dog U right now? Write down my... Write down my reasons. Write and down. He said, wait, he, right, he wanted you to write down. You wanted me reasons. to. No, no, no. He wanted me to write down my reasons. So he, he shouldn't was kick me out. About ready to kick you out. He was. Yeah, he was. I mean, it was a threat. 
it was a bold play. And I looked at him, and I, of course, I, I thought he was joking because it's, it's, it's Alabama dog. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a brother to me, family. Uh-huh. And well, more than more yeah, than family. Yeah. Um, but no, he was he was dead serious, and I I was let go. I he said he said, do not come back here, do not talk to me until you reach these high level goals, and that you can you can come up back with a valid reason why I shouldn't get rid of you. I feel like. I feel like I've lost a part of me, and I've just been in this slump. It's been tough. It's been a tough month. But I th- here's what I think. Here's what I think it is. This is a lot of pressure right now. You know what? You know what season we're in right now. We are in the season of when the potty selection committee chooses. Oh, I didn't the, even think. I didn't even think of that. You didn't think about it. It's it's high pressure time, that. and I realized that I might have. I might have really put this show in peril with my attitude yeah. and my problems that I brought to the show last yeah. month. And I, you know, I'm, I've turned it around. I'm coming to this show with a new attitude, you know, and I, I just want you to remember, like, this is potty There's season. A lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of pressure. Right. You know, and I, I don't know. I have an idea. I have an idea. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll talk about it later, but I have an idea for maybe something that, that'll help both you and your situation with Alabama Dog. Don't say marker boards. Please don't say marker boards. I don't think marker boards... I have, dr- I have nightmares about those. I don't think marker boards will be a part of it. I think I think we could use them if we wanted to, but I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's what we'll, it'll come to. Okay. But, I mean, are you ready to start the show now? I mean, do you want to take a couple more bites of your chips and then let's, let's do hang, this? I mean, hang on. Um, Toby is outside my door scratching on the door. He heard about... Probably... No, he heard us here talking he about goes. potties. Yeah, he want, here he goes trying to shoot on he's, our potties. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying to show off now, and he's he's probably holding his potty outside my door right he's now. He's not trying to do some sort of like parkour or something, you know? Like, hey, look at me! I'm a cat doing parkour on a podcast. Ooh, if, what a potty! Let me let me tell you, because I know you're not a cat owner, but cats are doing parkour all the time. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, <laughs> they're <laughs> they're jumping to these incredible heights. Uh, they are balancing themselves on I mean, thin items. It's just, it's, it's incredible. I hear but, him um, right now. I hear him right now. You hear him? Yeah. Here he is. Um, he's trying to, he's, he's trying to get in on our award again. If we win an award, his name's going to have to be on it. He might, he might be in the, in the act of texting the potty judges and I should probably chase him down. He might go through a construction zone. Who knows? He might 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 be like he might just plow through uh, the wall. I think that would be me. Oh, that would be you chasing yeah, after I him. Would, yeah, of course. Yeah, you would just plow through some drywall. I will. I will chase him down. Yeah. Okay. Because he is my cat, and I, I won't. I promise, I will not blow him up. I won't shoot him. No, don't do that. I don't want. Stuff. I don't want Peter. I don't want Peter involved. I mean, if he runs to like the cat uh, embassy, I want Peppy involved. He's gonna run to like the cat embassy, and you're gonna like yeah. chase him down. Yeah. Right. Don't don't do that. Um, okay, let's start. Let's start. So what? what, what? Okay. Hey, Carlin. How's it going? Hey, hey, Aaron. It's good. To, good talk again. Yeah. Good talk. Did did we just finish? No, no, it's good to talk again. It's good. Oh, good to good, good to talk. Yeah, it's good to talk. It's good I to. Thought, let's start over. You, let's start over. Thought, no, no, Aaron, okay. Aaron, let's get, get snap out of it, man. Snap out of it. Get out of the funk. Get out of the funk. I got it. Okay, I, 
Eye on the prize. Eye on the prize. Oh. Okay, let's do it. Let's start again. Let's start again. Party, party, party. Hey, Carlin. Party, party. Oh, no, sorry, no, no, I thought no, we were I changing. Started. I thought we were changing. Sorry. I was, I was all into it. Okay, let's. All right. Let's, yeah, do, it. let's, let's do it together. Let's do it again. Party, party, party. Wait, party. I thought you were gonna do it with me. I was. We were. Cha- all right, let's just do, let's just do the show. Let's do the show. Okay. Okay, you start. You start. I'll start the show. What what episode number is this? I don't. I mean, it's 00, 00, 0018. Okay. okay. Dedicated. Sorry. Dedicated. Well, yeah, I knew. Okay. All right. Hey. Uh. Hey, Aaron. How's it going? Hey, Carlin. Uh. I'm pretty good. How are you? Is that <laughs> was that too much? Was that too much? That's no, good. It's good. It's good. Keep it going. Let's okay, keep okay. rolling. Keep rolling. Hey. Uh. Good to talk to you again. It's uh. It's February and uh of 2015. You know and. Uh, uh, you know what that means? Potty season. So uh, everyone who's listening, uh, you know, be sure to vote for us for a potty. Uh, am I uh, am I coming on too strong with that or not? I th- I, th- I don't think we should lead with that because I mean we don't want to seem like we're begging or that we're desperate because we don't we, we, have... we don't want to seem like we're begging. Mm. <laughs> That's <laughs> the begging strips. <laughs> you you want you want to know about begging? Have you visited Alabama, Doc? Talk about a begging buffet. I'm yeah, sorry, I didn't are, mean I didn't mean to bring up Alabama dog. I didn't, I, there I are no no hard feelings of begging, but begging does make me think of it makes me think of Alabama dog. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that because I I know right now we'll, we'll cut this part out. We'll cut this part out. I just know. Just need some peppy. Need some peppy. Okay, let's start again. Let's start again. Hey, Aaron. So it's the perfect temperature. Hey, Carlin. Hey, I was just drinking some peppy. Oh, peppy. Well, we're back again. It's February. I almost said the thing about the potties again. We're not saying okay. We're not saying that. It's February, and we're starting. We're starting a new episode. It's uh, episode 0018. Uh, we're we're talking about Casino Royale. Casino Royale. This is um the from 2006. Now this is the second time we've talked about Casino Royale on Mm. this podcast. So somebody who is uh kind of looking perusing, there might be perusing our feed. Uh-huh. They might see. Wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on, you guys. Way back in episode 0011, you talked about Casino Royale. True, but True. those were we talked about the 1954 and the 1967 versions, and now this time we're talking about the Daniel Craig 2006 Casino Royale. We are co- so. This is actually. Daniel Craig's uh, second film that we're covering, but it's actually his first film that he made uh, for uh, the James Bond series. It's the first. It's the first real movie, and it's based on the first James Bond novel. This right here, what we're doing, what we're doing in, by informing listeners of this show right now, they're learning so much about James Bond. We are showing off our James Bond expertise. If you like Hashtag this James experts. Bond expertise that you're listening to right now perhaps consider uh nominating and voting for us in this year's potty awards that was good that was pretty good was that pretty I, natural I, I, I felt i felt like if you said it a little bit faster it could have been like the how announcers do at the end of infomercials yeah i, um, I wanted to i wanted to resonate i didn't want to say too fast so if you like this episode of Casino Royale, if you if you if you appreciate these expertise, please vote for us in the potties in the twenty fifteen. Okay, vote, yeah, you some, something. Like, you think you're doing better? Oh, okay. And uh, so when when does this voting uh 
when is this voting close, Carlin? Or I guess where can we go? Where can people who want to vote for us go? Oh, true podcast aficionados, they know, they know. And if you if you are a if you are a newbie, you can uh, just go to our website, and we'll we'll post a link. We'll post a a blog post. And if you don't vote for us, vote for Alabama Dog. But we're not, I'm not talking we're about Alabama, Alabama Dog. Hey, 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 hey. It's a sensitive subject right now. But <sighs> but he's still, he's still a co-host. He is still a co-host. In my heart. You know, it's interesting. I, 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 do, I do want to talk about Daniel Craig because... Because um, he's know, on your team. This he's on is, your dodgeball team. He is on my dodgeball team. And, you know, this, is, um, this isn't really something we do. On, on our show, but I but I, I want to address this. There's been a lot of talk uh, recently uh, in the news, um, <laughs> and I've caught up on this news over the last couple of months. Um, there's been a lot of talk about who should replace Daniel Craig uh, as James replace. Bond, and yeah, there's been a lot of talk about this. And, but and, I think and, I think I think the term "replace" implies that he would be fired. Correct, and and what I what I I don't like this talk because he's still he's still James Bond. They're making a new movie, Bond Twenty Four, Spectre. Yeah. They're making this movie, and there's all these articles about oh should should this guy be James Bond or or you know of course uh, you know the big one obviously the one that one the one that everyone's talking about is the robot guy, the guy who makes uh, the robots, Idris Elba. Uh, yeah. Everyone's like oh wouldn't he be an awesome James Bond? And I thought, you know, because we're such experts and because we're talking about Daniel Craig in this episode, I think it's time to address the official Pod James Pod, uh, uh, you know, our, our viewpoint on on this topic. And, and just, just, just to reiterate, we are not a rumor mill uh, resource. No, that's we, not us. Not no, us. no, 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 no. That's that's what Bames John Dean is for. That's what okay. they would do. Us here, we're Pod James Pod. We're going to give you expert analysis about the facts. Yeah, and only the facts. And speaking of facts, here's what I'm pushing for. Here's what I'm going to push okay. for. Okay. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, because because let's look at the history. Let's look. We got we got Sean Connery. We've got uh, George Lazenby. We've got Roger Moore. We've got my son. My son does not recognize George Lazenby. I, I understand that. We've got Timothy Just, Dalton. Okay. Okay. We've got Pierce Brosnan. We've got Daniel Craig. Well, they, they're all, they're all white guys, and then and then we're coming around. We got Idris Elba as a, the suggestion. Uh, mm-hmm. People campaigning uh, for uh, Idris Elba to take over the role. That's not open because Daniel Craig still has the job. And um, and everyone's he signed like, up for Bond twenty five as well. That's what that's what yeah that's what they're saying. So everyone you know everyone's like hey uh, hey look at look at me I'm uh, I'm suggesting uh, Idris Elba look how how forward thinking I am look how oh look at me I'm suggesting this this man Idris Elba he's got a different skin color and I'm so I'm so forward thinking okay all right look that's great that's great. Mm-hmm. But is it not time to take things one step further? You know, mm-hmm. you know. Here's what I would like to suggest, and I don't think this is any anyone has has thought of this. No one has. Okay. No one. Why not? When it comes time, 
And I don't. I'm not talking. I'm not advocating replacing Daniel Craig. Years, from, years from now. No, years from, years now. from now. You know, Bond 26, 27, 20, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why not? When we go to recast this role, replace him with a dog. And I got just the dog. Alabama dog. You had to go there. You had to go there. But here's why. Here's Listen. why. I want to make that this show's high-level goal. My high-level goal To get goal Alabama for this dog show, as the next one. Yes. And let's, let's just be clear. We're not talking about replacing Daniel Craig. No. We're talking about following him. Yes. Who's going to follow Daniel Craig? Yeah. Alabama dog. So let's 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 look through some of the typical, uh, I, I guess, qualifications that a Bond actor would need. Uh, so is uh, uh, is Alabama Dog British? Uh, no, he's from Alabama. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll let, I'll let that one slide. Okay, I'll let that one slide. Okay, good. It's, good. Well, let's say in the year. 2020. How old will Alabama Dog be? Mm, in the year 2020. So that's another, you know, about five years away from now. Um, so what, he'll be like uh, 10 then? 9, 10, did you like say? Did, did you just say 10, 10? No, not 10, 10. 10. He'll be 9 he'll or be 10. 10? He'll be 9 or 10. I think 10, 10 could pull off. Being James Bond, he could be. He could. He could do it. The yeah, CGI version. Of and Daniel da- Daniel Craig was even in. I even mentioned Tintin about the Pod James Pod movie. You did. Are you Tint- secretly thinking of? Are you secretly <laughs> thinking about Tintin? All, all the time. I mean, Daniel Craig was the villain, the voice actor for the villain in Tintin. So maybe Tintin is the is the natural replacement for Bond, and we have a CGI. Bond movie. Okay, but I'm, I'm talking. I'm not talking about a CGI character. I'm talking about a dog. <sighs> back to back to Alabama dog. Yeah, a dog. I'm. This is okay. This is okay, Aaron, so Aaron, 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 so <sighs> this is what if we can accomplish this? If we can accomplish this, this gets you back in, man. This gets you back in. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right so Alabama dog. He'll he'll be about. 10 let's say 10 how so that's about what 70 in dog years that's that's way over the age limit isn't it um well look at roger moore look at look at roger moore yeah like most I mean, of, most of his movies were done like when he was 70 he came into the role he was already old fair enough fair enough okay so is is he handsome well of course yes of course. yeah cute will women, have, uh, fall, will women fall in love with him that's that's already a given yes does he have terrific screen presence i think that's been proven time and time again yep is uh, is he uh, is he athletic yeah yeah he loves uh frisbees he loves uh chasing tennis balls he, he swims in the ocean yeah uh, well he does he does all the you know the skydiving and the martial arts now yeah absolutely yeah. is he does he look good in a tux? Well, we have to get it, you know, tailored for him, but sure, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think he. I think he would. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Okay. I feel good about that. So I feel like we've got a goal. We've got a goal in place, a high-level goal for our show. And uh, and I think if we can pull this off, if we can really you know get, get some attention uh, for our show, uh, I think this will just naturally um, make us more of a shoe-in for really any potties from this year and, and, and on. So. Do you think Alabama Dog has a good poker face? Do you think he has a tell? Like if you if he sat a bag of begging strips, right that in front might of, be the think... challenging part. But between now and then, we can work on training him. We can get some trainers in, and we can help. I can, we can like would we would we be um, since we're co-hosts with Alabama Dog? Do you think we would be part of the writing process? Like, can we can we create a villain that knows Alabama Dog's kryptonite is begging strips? Oh, I'm certain that uh, the the mission of the movie is to save Begin. From being destroyed. Can Began? I'm, I'm, I'm going to put this out there. Uh-huh. This might this might be too forward thinking. Okay. What if? By the way, I don't believe uh, there's such a thing. Too you're, forward you're right. thinking. But go ahead. We are we are always looking forward. Um, it's the history of Bond. We we know that. Um, it's sexist. It's uh, chauvinistic. All of those things. And mm-hmm. and the most recent movies and Daniel Craig movies are trying to give some more power over to the female characters, right. the female roles. Right. What if if Alabama Dog becomes the next Bond, after Daniel Craig not replacing him, if we get rid of the Bond girl aspect, no more Bond girl, and we replace it with Begging Strips. <laughs> Begging Strips the Bond, are the Bond girl. The Bond Begging Strips. Yes. I mean, can you imagine, like, Alabama dog jumping into a bed full of begging strips <laughs> like that scantily that clad scantily clad begging strips <laughs> so so out of the bag so they <laughs> so they're they're already pulled out of the bag right they're no longer in the bag they're completely uncovered begging strips yeah in <laughs> <laughs> in in every in every movie that follows, there's like a different flavor of begging strips. Right. Well, it couldn't be the same one at each time because that's that. Yeah. We have to be diverse, and we have yeah. to, um, yeah, we Sorry. have to get all the different flavors in there. Yeah. That's, okay. That's genius. That's... Um, I hope nobody steals this idea. I hope we get full credit for this, and I hope Bama Bama Dog, listen, but listen to what my heart is saying right now. Begging strips. This is this is a genius idea. We've solved so many problems uh, this episode already, and we haven't even gotten to the movie yet. All we're doing is talking about the movie. I mean, Carl. exactly. I mean, we're drilling down. We're I mean, we're getting down to the the bone of the movie. You know, like we're gnawing Don't, on the bone, the bone, like a dog would chew on a bone. That's what we're doing with Casino Royale. I gotta tell you, uh, this might be the movie. The Bond movie at this point in my life, even though it's one of the newer ones, it might be one of the ones I've seen the most. I uh, there's a great rewatchability to this movie. You know, we could we could spend multiple episodes on this movie. We could do a whole mm. podcast about this movie, like a whole like mm. not just like an episode, but like a whole series on on this movie. I think. Uh, I mean, think about how much we've talked about it already. And we really haven't even gotten into the the nitty gritty of the film. Not yet. We and will. I, I because that's what we do. I we will get to it. That's all we do. I completely agree. Casino Royale is one of the most rewatchable 
Bond films um, in my mind mm-hmm. uh, because it's just it was so fresh at the time it was um, needed it was very needed it was a crowd pleaser and it was forward thinking much like us it was very forward thinking yet, and it was uh, it was forward thinking yet it, it really harkened back to the past oh it honored it honored the past yes because it wasn't cliche and it wasn't trying to outdo the movies before it. It was very old school. And at the time when this came out in 2006, again, we're talking about the 2006 version. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that, that was, uh, I guess that, that, was, that was kind of the trend. Go back to the roots. Break everything down to its bare essentials. Uh, we see that in other franchises like... Um, Christopher Nolan's uh, Batman franchise. That's what I mean. I mean, of course, most of the Bond movies that we've talked about have stolen from Batman franchise. That's true. That's true. We we do see it in the Bond franchise itself, and I know we purposely watch these out of order, and we've kind of addressed that before because I think it helps the movies stand on their own. Um, we don't have the history. We just sort of like oh, we're randomly watching a movie, and and we don't really know what's come before it. Um, but I think it's worth mentioning that we see this a lot um, happen within the franchise where, you know, there'll be something that's completely outlandish and then the next one will be a little bit more back to basics. And I think the best example is we talked about Moonraker uh, Mm -hmm. last week and then the following movie was a movie that harkens very much back to the earlier days, uh, 40 Eyes Only, which is very much uh, like a Sean Connery uh, era script. I mean, it went... It went very mm-hmm. simplistic, very much, very we're, different. We're not, we're not talking about that movie. Though. I know that we haven't, know we haven't that. talked about that movie. I know that, and I'm, but all I'm doing is trying to make the comparison. Is is, and I'm talking about another movie here. We we have Die Another Day, completely outlandish, completely off the walls, crazy, and then that's followed by Casino Royale, much more harkening mm-hmm. back to the old days. Very, even though it's chock full of of plot and and character development it's it's still simplifying things we don't have laser beams and invisible cars and trips to space and any of that stuff it's it's very much more a simple james bond uh, spy adventure so not only do we see a jump forward or a a revert back to bond essentials but we also see back to like film essentials as far as the filmmaking of the film uh, it's no longer trying to do what the previous films had done. It's it's looking. It's it's being part of the greater conversation of action films, of spy films, of great drama, of great acting. It's raising the bar in terms of, uh, I, I guess, aesthetic tastes that audiences grow with. And the Bond films would always kind of be time capsules, or a, a, a select few films, like in the series, would be. Well, those are such '90s films, right? Or those, uh, or anything like that. Whereas Casino Royale, and I think this is the second time Martin Campbell does this. Correct. Uh, proves himself because he had done uh, Goldeneye. Yeah, and Golden and, and Goldeneye. What he did with Goldeneye, he took it. I think he. I think he upgraded a lot of the style, uh, Bond stylistically with the action and making things a little bit more realistic. And of course, every film is trying to adds to the realism that's just a natural progression uh, much like Timothy Dalton's films uh, uh, 
took it down and tried to make it more realistic and a more realistic bonding. Casino Royale just does that even more so um, to a greater degree than I think any other Bond film can say prior to this. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that uh, that the, the Dalton films, um, Living Daylights in particular, I, I we talked about this when we talked about the movie, it very much feels like it's a Roger Moore script and they just mm. tone it down and sort of maybe do a, a once-over on it and give it to Dalton to do. And, uh, and then Dalton has one more movie and he never gets a chance to really make the role his um mm. because by the time they really give him something that's his it's he's gone he's done and uh i think with this they went into it saying let's tailor this for for the new guy this was not a pierce brosnan script mm-hmm. uh this was a a brand new let's back to basics with this and uh um and i think it helps that it was the first story uh it was the very first uh james bond novel so that that mm-hmm. helps it is a reboot, um, and we can talk a little bit about about that and about a little bit of the maybe perhaps confusing nature of the reboot, especially in light of M still being in the movie, uh, or Judy Dench still being in the movie as M. Mm-hmm. Um, but but, and- but I think that that all like it just says there's all that confusing stuff. There's like is Pierce Brosnan the same character as? the guy Sean Connery played. And there's these mm-hmm. occasional, especially with Dalton and Moore, there are these illusions that it is the same guy. Um, particularly, you know, uh, Moore has got some scenes and that, that harken back to things that happened with Connery where you're like, well, this is the same guy. And same mm-hmm. sort of stuff happens with uh, with Dalton. And you're like, well, really, how does that, how does that make sense? Um, mm-hmm. Where here we're just like, let's just, let's, it doesn't even matter. This is accessible. This is you don't have to have ever seen a Bond movie to enjoy yeah. this. Common man, come in, watch. And I think, I think part of that is um, that they get away with it is because the cast is phenomenal in this film. I think they really go out and they find really talented actors. And this is, correct me if I'm wrong, but Daniel Craig coming in and being James Bond is the first time that um, a not a well-known actor. In fact, he was he was, was controversial when they cast him, but he was an actor that was known for doing quality work in like heavy-hitting dramas, or like Tomb Raider. Um, <laughs> yeah, like Tomb Raider. But um, like he's done, he did like serious, right? Good he was, work. He had done something like, a, like there was a BBC show he did, I think, and he was in um, Layer Cake before that, right? Yeah, he's great in Larry Cake. Yeah. I loved him in Munich. He was great in Road to Perdition. Uh, right. Few other, few other films, and I, th- I think he was like he was an actor first. He didn't, he w- he wasn't necessarily a. Not that none of the other Bond actors went on and did great movies, but it's not, it's not like Daniel Craig's career necessarily needed a James Bond role to really make him make his career. I think he was having a successful career. Um, of course, James Bond helped uh, helped that. Right. Um, but I think I don't know. He, to me, he, he was a proven yeah. actor prior to being James Bond. If he had not been cast as James Bond, he would have had a career like Clive Owen's, a guy who could yes. have been Bond 
but still has had a successful career without having been Bond. I, 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 I mean, that's yes. that's sort of an illusion. I, I go, I'll make a comparison. It's a great, it's a great comparison. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think that's a great, uh, a great point. And, and you look at this entire cast, and and there's no stunt casting. There's no like, oh, let's get. Um, you know, let's get Tom Cruise in here or Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's not something that really had happened to a great deal. But mm-hmm. we we had just had Halle Berry, <laughs> uh, obviously. Uh, you know, in a movie we haven't discussed yet. Um, but there's, you know, there had been some of that um, uh, you know, previously, uh, a little bit of oh, let's get this big name in. Uh, even when, even with uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, Terry Hatcher at the time was yeah maybe not maybe not this big huge superstar, but her her star was rising. Oh, let's get her in the Bond mm. movie, and, and they didn't—they don't do that. They find the best people for the role for yeah. this movie. And I'm glad you—I'm glad you mentioned uh, like the, the stunt—the stuntman, because as as much as as much as the ladies probably love that Daniel Craig was a fit, handsome young Bond, it was refreshing as a Bond fan to know that this guy it could actually do these stunts this guy can actually he looks like he could beat up these guys <laughs> you know it had been right. a, it it had been a while i think golden is the best film that comes to mind where pierce even though pierce is not a intimidating man i'm like at least he's young enough and he looks strong enough where he could be doing these things but daniel craig just that alone just adds so much to the realism like of course bond would be fit they deal with that a lot in skyfall later about him being fit and how unrealistic it is for a Bond to be in action, not at 100%. Right, and they got that plot point also from The Dark Knight Rises. Of course. But we're of not course. talking about that movie. Uh, we're, we're, we're not there yet. Um, well, since we're talking about the casting, I mean, I, I think... Uh, we, of The Dark Knight Rises or...? Of uh, Casino Royale. Oh, okay. okay. Where, to, where to even begin? I, there's so many great characters in this. I mean, we've got... Let's start off with Ava Green as Vesper Lind, mm. one of the most complex Bond girls, perhaps yes. that we've ever seen. I mean, she to me, you know, I, I know we, you and I have not talked about this movie together, but um, I was a huge fan of Diana Rigg in Under Majesty's Secret Service. I found her uh, to be a very good actress, and I, I liked the character. I liked the complexities <sighs> of her. I think Ava Green is. Even though I love Diana Rigg, don't take this don't take this the wrong way, Diana, if you're listening. But I think Eva Green's character of Esperland is even more uh, complex, more fascinating, better written, and perhaps better performed uh, in this movie than than listen, Diana Rigg's character. Listen, Eva Green, she, yeah, it, it it may be a very good role. She may she may she may have been a great actress in it. Her character could have been very co- complex. But I don't know. I don't know because I, I couldn't look at her eyes because it was her eyes were too caked with mascara. I don't know how she acted. I don't know who she was in the film. That's my only beef with her, with her character, is that, oh my gosh, how much makeup can a girl wear? That was unbelievably distracting in this film. In fact, when I first saw it in the theaters, I was like, is that are they for real? Because that is way too much makeup, and that's all I'll say about that. I can't say I even noticed. 
I mean, the red. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not out a, of control. I'm not really a shallow guy. You know, I'm, I'm like always looking at you know who they are as a person. I'm not really the outside of who they are. You know, who they look like on the outside. That's not what I'm looking listen, at. I'm looking listen, listen. I'm the I'm the heart. I'm the guy. I'm the guy talking about begging strips being the next fun girl. <laughs> that's true. That's true. She was very good. Um, I don't. I don't think I would ever consider her uh, in my top, just because there's some, there's something nostalgic about the classic Bond girls. But uh, I thought she was. I thought she was good and very complex. And I felt like her story should have ended in this film. But maybe that's for another discussion. Um, villain Mads Mikkelsen as Le Chiffre. Le Chiffre. I kept, they said it like different every time. Sometimes they'd say Le Chiffre. Sometimes they'd say Le Chiffre. Le Chiffre. Le Chiffre. They would like it. Every so often I would hear the, the really? R. I would, yeah, every so often I, I did. I had never noticed. I never picked up on the uh, R. A couple times. I'd hear, Le Chiffre. Much Le Chiffre. like how I um, uh, would always pick up on Scaramanga. Yeah, uh, yeah. From the Golden Gun. I always thought they were saying Scaramanga. But yeah, he was good. Uh, I liked him. Um, there was there was something uh, of a uh, uh, he was the main villain, but also at the same time not, uh, which was an interesting sort of thing going on. Like, because they were trying to build towards uh, uh, you know this new this new idea uh, that became Quantum in uh, Quantum of Solace. Uh, that was that was an interesting thing that they were sort of trying to get get started. I think Mads was a great villain because. Uh, he had a very distinct look to him that was a good throwback. Like, just the way he looks physically is he looks foreign, but he wasn't this villain with a lot of gadgets and he didn't have any sort of personality or, or a robotic arm or any sort of thing like that. Yeah, just um, like the crying blood thing. That was the, just, the, oh, the yeah, weirdest the thing blood. about him was that. That was, that was weird. Okay. <laughs> You know, usually when we talk about these actors, we don't really delve into like the the supporting cast as much. But I I gotta I gotta tell you, Jeffrey Wright as Felix, best Felix ever. And we've I know I know we did talk about him some on on the uh, Quantum of Solace episode, but oh, he's great. He's great. He's he, in fact he's the he's one of my favorite parts about Quantum of Solace. But in Casino Royale, he's he's great. And I wasn't I don't know about you, but when he reveals his identity and everything. I, w- I wasn't expecting that, but it was a pleasant surprise. I want to talk about the cold opening for this film. Yeah, yeah, we should. Because it, it's probably my favorite part of the film. Like, I could, I could watch that scene countless times. The black and white, the sound design. You kind of wish the whole the, movie had been black and white. That, that, that would have been badass. That would have been so, so cool. Really? Um, that would have been a really gutsy move. I mean, they never would have done it, but that, that, that would have been. Yeah. Immediately, it got your attention, and the way it shot is very classic. The dialogue about being a double O and everything—it's not exposition heavy. Uh, with the flashbacks, with the fight, it was just a straight killer opening, and it may be my favorite opening for a Bond film. Yeah, the only thing that would have made it better, and I think you know where I'm going—the inclusion of Cigar Girl. Should we talk about our dodgeball teams? Is it is it time? Are you or, inspired? Well, I had I had one more question for you. I'm I'm I'm, play, I'm gonna play the bumper right now, okay? Wait, wait! Before we get to dodgeball, don't play the bumper. Yet. Don't press that button. Don't don't press Let's the dodgeball button. I'll, how about I, I'll, I'll play it a second time? Uh, okay. 
Ooh. Come on. Ooh, I, I, am, I am so jealous of the listeners right now. They get to hear it twice. Um, Chris Cornell. What about Chris Cornell? <laughs> well, I know you're not a fan of... I, I like the song. I enjoy it. I... I, the graphic seemed um, a little. Uh, you know, the opening, the opening scene uh, titles, the the graphics for the titles seemed a little simplistic and. Uh, I thought you would have. Li- I thought you would have liked, loved the titles. I don't know something about it, something about them. I didn't. I didn't like as much uh, these this set of titles, um, but I liked the song quite a bit. It's it's another one of those songs where. Um, you know, they, they obviously got the guy, uh, the score, David Arnold, who was the guy who does the score, obviously plays, uh, you know, there's a there's a collaboration of sorts or something going on here. And so the, the score incorporates a lot of the same music from You Know My Name, da-da-da-da, instead of the, the classic James Bond song. And so the, the movie uh, is about Bond before he becomes, you know, Bond, James Bond. Yeah. And so the music that we're familiar with and used to, it's like he hasn't earned that yet. So he has this like proto theme for a proto bond. And then mm-hmm. at the end, he finally gets his theme. I, I thought that was interesting. Which, which I actually liked that as well. I liked that there wasn't a theme, the James Bond theme in the film at all. In fact, when until I was sitting the, in, until the end, until the end, yeah. in, in fact, when I was sitting in theaters, I was thinking like it, when he's, when bonds fighting, driving on the trucks through the air, through the airport, and everything I'm thinking, why is there no Bond music in this scene? Like, this doesn't feel like a Bond film to me. And in in some ways, it's it wasn't supposed to be a Bond film. It's a it's a uh, like a it's like a Bond prior to being Bond. But at the end, yeah, you're right. It kicks in. It's Bond. It's great. Which is why it frustrated me so much in Quantum of Solace. Why they didn't keep with that. They didn't respect that the Bond music kicks in at the end, and they they didn't respect that with Quantum Solace. So, dodgeball. We're on to dodgeballs now. Uh, dodgeball team. Uh, if you want to know no, me, who's on Chris our... Cornell, I am not. I am not. I am not having Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell be on my team. I hate. I hate the intro song. It's like one of my least favorite ever it's so early 90s this maybe is my beef with chris cornell uh and what he's done but it's like why not what you can get anybody get somebody who's contemporary somebody who's recent but man it just it just drives me nuts anyway dodgeball Dodgeball. how many times is the uh, bumper played this is the third time i believe I, i i just keep pressing it okay who, uh, uh, it's my turn it's, to go it's first. first. Yeah, your first. Yeah. Um, this seems like a really probably uh, obvious choice, um, um, but I gotta go with uh, Molaka, who is the uh, guy who does the parkour at the beginning. I mean, that, you're not gonna be able to hit this guy. So, that's <sighs> a great choice. I mean, he's 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 like a he's like a monkey climbing yeah. over oh, yeah. climbing over things. So. You aren't concerned at all about Daniel Craig chasing him around on your side of the court. Well, we have ten players on the team, but I don't think they're all out at the same time. So, you know, maybe, uh, maybe I don't ever work them together. Okay. Yeah, I just sort of rotate. Okay. Them so, out. who who would you who would you get rid of? Um, I think at this point, an uh, octopusy would go. Really? Yeah. So the uh, yeah. 
the mod the squad, mod squad is completely out. Completely out. No more mod squad. So that leaves Cigar Girl as your only female character. Um. Yeah, I guess it does. Boy, look at me being uh, like a horrible person or whatever. Forward thinking, Carlin forward, here. Forward thinking, yeah. Cigar Girl still there, but. <sighs> Malaka. That's yeah. a, that. That would have been that would have been my choice. So I'm thinking about your team. I'm thinking about you have three bonds now, and Daniel Craig is obviously the biggest threat to me physically. Just everything. Of the uh, bonds, or or he's the biggest the threat bonds. of the whole on the bonds of, of the team. bonds, just of the bonds. Okay, and of course the bonds naturally are uh, the leaders of the team. So I I have to think of a way to get into Daniel Craig's head. Okay, uh, and uh, I think the best way to do that would be for me to recruit Vesper, mm. Evergreen's character on my team. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question: Do you have the mascara budget? Mostly because. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a that is a very good question i'll i'll have to consider that uh, but mostly because uh daniel craig is always she she rattles him around the entire quantum of solace movie happened because he couldn't get her out of his head uh i think i w- what uh, i would do is i would i would tire her up Okay. I would gag her. <laughs> I'd put her on the middle of the floor, and he would, and then I'd shine like a flashlight on her, just passing by, as if he's driving a car. And then he would he would freak out. He would. And, like, he would. He, he would, would fall out. down. The problem, and roll the only problem there is that we would know that you're going to do that because one, you just told me two solitaires on my team, so she would, she would say, hey, um, hey, coach. This is what's going to happen. She'd get the cards out, and there would be on one of the cards, there'd be Vesper uh, tied up and uh, headlights coming towards her. It's going to happen when you when you least expect it. Okay, okay. Solid, solitaire. i got to get solitaire off your team. I would re- replace Xenia. I'm taking Xenia, replacing girl for girl. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Xenia, like... Thinking. Uh-huh. We... Hey, I still have two. I have two females on my team. Who? Uh, the octopus. Oh right, the octopus. <laughs> okay. Octo- do you think octopusy would have a male octopus? You're right. I don't think you're so. right. You're right. Um, like we've talked before, Xenia is too unpredictable. Um, on my team, and she. Uh, <laughs> I hope she's not like really mad at you. She because she's been on your team for a long time. She's been on my team since. Yeah, since the first episode since, we did this. Yeah, since first since episode 004, what was it's it? About 4 or 5. Yeah, we, she 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 is going to be very upset with you. So, yeah, she will be. Um sorry, bye-bye Xenia. So, if I, you don't turn up uh, next month, then I'll know what happened to you. If if I can't get in Daniel Craig's mind by next month, uh I I might have to rethink Vesper. But for oh, now, she's that's on, she's on the floor. She's on, she's available now. Maybe I'll maybe I'll pick her up. Xenia? You don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. She's well, she's available. We'll, is all I'm saying. To wait and see what happens for the next movie. But anybody we've covered is open. No, I know, I know, okay. I know. I but the movie, later. but the movies we watch for the month are usually our inspiration. That's correct. True. That's yeah. That's true. They're usually our inspiration. Okay. Well, so speaking I think, of movies for the next month, should we talk about what we're doing next month? I I have an idea. 
Okay. Since we talked about uh, rebooting, since uh, taking things back to the basics, uh, and and we're, we talked about Quantum Solace and continuing his storyline, let's let's go back. Let's finish Honor Majesty's Secret Service and let's do Diamonds Are Forever. All right, all right. I can get behind that. Diamonds Are Forever. That'll be next month. All right. Where does Casino Royale in, uh, end up in your uh, pantheon? I, I think it's I think it's probably pretty obvious. Uh, where, it's where it's it's the top top it's top for me as top well. tier for sure. Yeah, no question about it. No question. Uh, no boat makeout scene at the end. Uh, there was some uh, there was some water. There were some boats, but never at is the this, end. Is this the first? Is this the first movie where it doesn't end on a makeout scene? Um. Hmm. Well, Honor Majesty's Secret Service um, doesn't really end with a makeout scene. You're right. I guess. I guess this movie doesn't end with Bond and a girl. Yeah. Is that the? I think this may be the first Bond movie where that happens. It, it could be. I, I'd have to. Well, have we, to are the we are the experts. <laughs> You're just you're just coming out of you know it's like I didn't know is this a 007 scene question I mean is that what this is because I I didn't know we were on that segment. Okay. We'll we'll get back to that. Get back. That gives us something to talk about next time. We're always we're always looking for things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, well, we always have James Bond to talk about because that's really all we talk about. So, from all of us here, at Pod James Pod, thank you for listening. All right. And we'll see you next month. See you next month.